The views expressed in this podcast are for educational purposes only. Good morning, everybody, and it is a great day to have a great day. Welcome to the Soundness of Mind Sidekick, a show that focuses on nurturing our mental health as we walk this earthly journey together. My name is Allie, and I'm going to serve as host and sidekick for the remainder of this journey. What does the soundness of mind mean when you think about it? To me, soundness of mind means having clear and rational thinking. Soundness of mind is the ability to make good and healthy decisions. And soundness of mind means being clear from mental health roadblocks. So as we focus on gaining and maintaining a soundness of mind, we are going to walk together while we dive into really difficult topics and provide resources and testimony for one another so that we can grow and heal and become healthier human beings. As your sidekick, I want you to know that I have a background in pastoral care and counseling. I served as a chaplain resident in a level one trauma hospital where I was not only involved in trauma and cardiology and women's health, I also aided in some of the spiritual care groups for the behavioral health units. I have walked with individuals of different religious backgrounds and those that do not claim to have a religious background. And that's okay. Each one of us has our own unique spirituality, which we'll talk about later in the show. Our overall being is made up of what I like to call four primary focuses. You have your physical focus, your mental focus, your emotional focus, and your spiritual focus. And we're going to break some of those down later on in this episode. If you're pondering why there might be times in your life where you just don't feel whole as a human being, one of those four areas might be off, or more than one of those four areas might be off. Each person needs to put effort into providing loving attention to all four areas of being so that you can understand, develop, and heal as life events come your way. This is how we're going to work together to strive for a new wholeness that we all deserve to experience. Now we're gonna talk about mental health. Mental health is comprised of an ability to think and to make cognitive decisions in a healthy manner. One's thoughts, one's beliefs and values can become a very firm foundation for the ability to move through life with confidence. So one's thoughts can also become your downfall. If you focus on negativity, if you focus on darkness and you don't have a drive within you to find healing and restoration, you maintain a desire to sit in what I like to call the pit. The pit is like this dark hole where we sit in sadness, we sit in the desperation that comes with dark life events without the ability to look up and to see light. So the goal for our mental health is to strive towards healing so that instead of sitting in this dark pit, we can look up to see a new chance, a new beginning, a blue sky, positivity in one way. Millions of people are affected by mental health each year. And when I say millions of people, I'm not just talking about adults. Our kids and our teenagers, the youth of our country especially, happen to deal with mental health on the same level and almost in the same numbers that adults do. The National Alliance on Mental Health provided some really intriguing facts that I want us to keep in the back of our minds when we focus on trying to strive towards better mental health. 
Did you know that one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year? One in six of our youth, that's kids ages six to 17, experience a mental health disorder each year. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins by the age of 14, 75% by the age of 24. And the real heartbreaking statistic was that suicide is the second leading cause of death among our youth ages 10 to 14. When we think about our mental health, I want you to think about it in terms of a ripple effect. Many experts use the idea of a ripple effect to explain how mental health not only impacts a person, but it ripples through other areas of life. If any of you have ever been to a lake or a river or some type of body of water where you've been able to pick up a rock and throw it, you know that when the rock hits the water, little ripples start at the point of impact. And as those ripples move, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's not just one ripple. There are multiple ripples that come with the impact from that pebble to the body of water. So I want you to think about your life as being a body of water and that pebble being a life event that hits you. So when that life event hits you, those first ripples, those smaller ripples, they're the ones that solely impact you. That life event causes damage to your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, and your spiritual health. And this causes a change often in personality, a change in behaviors, different irritabilities and reactions towards not only yourself, but others that come into your life. Now, as those smaller ripples begin to move away from the point of impact, they get bigger. Those ripples move from you as the person, and they now start to impact your family. So these ripples grow, they move from the person, the point of impact, and now they're moving into and growing into the family. Over 8 million individuals in the United States take care of a family member that is struggling with some type of mental health issue or disorder. And within that care system, over 32 hours a week on average is devoted to caring for an adult in a family that has mental health issues. And when we think about this, these ripples now are growing. They started small. They started with impacting the person. They, As they grew, they went from person to affecting the family. As these ripples continue to grow, they go from impacting the family to now working on how the person interacts within the community and then impacts the community as well. As an individual starts to deal with mental health issues, they have a higher risk of developing issues where they may turn to self-medicate. And in self-medicating, they now run the risk of potentially dealing with being homeless. There's also a higher rate of committing crimes or incarceration. And then it becomes even a higher risk of potentially needing and seeking emergency medical attention. As this continues to grow, as these ripples continue to move from person to family to community, it then does spread out into the world. And we have statistics from the World Health Organization that let us know that depression is now the leading cause of disability worldwide. Mental health comes with a ripple effect that we can't pretend doesn't happen. Just like we can't pretend that when a pebble is dropped into water, the body of water will not change. Understanding how mental health can ripple is critical to understanding why mental health matters. Mental health refers to anyone's state of mental and emotional well-being. 
Mental illnesses are diagnosed conditions that affect our thoughts and our behaviors. Mental health does not always equal mental illness. They're not synonymous with one another. Yes, individuals who struggle to maintain a healthy mental state might indeed deal with mental illness and disorders. And that might require them to have a different management technique. There are also individuals that can have a completely fine and stable mental health status. When a life event comes in, it causes a little bit of chaos and they need to regroup. That's the difference between having a mental health issue and having a mental health illness and disorder. Everyone can experience moments of poor mental health, but not everyone is going to experience mental illness. So we need to recognize the difference and the importance of mental health and ensure that individuals get the resources they need so that they can process these life events and they can learn how to relive life in a new way saying that their old normal no longer exists, and we develop this new normal through the healing process. Society often misjudges or misinterprets and stigmatizes others because we muddy the waters between mental health and mental illness. Dr. Christopher Palmer, who's a member of the World Health Organization, explained it in this way. He said some people can have mild cases and function fairly normally while others can be disabled and struggle in their daily lives. Some people may do well daily while others just do not. And because everybody deals with mental health issues, illness and disorders in their own way, because each individual is unique, there isn't a way to just look at somebody and say, that person is having a bad mental health day. It's not that simple. It's not that cut and dry. There are studies that note that there are problems within society when it comes to the literacy surrounding mental health. And when I say literacy, I mean the ability to understand and have the knowledge and beliefs about mental health issues and disorder. You have the ability to recognize, the ability to manage, and the ability to prevent. A study was done in the United Kingdom, and it showed that of those that participated in the study, 61% of the individuals had very poor understanding of mental health conditions, treatments, and symptoms. Poor mental health literacy feeds the problems surrounding the stigmatization of mental health. Those who do not understand mental health or mental illness have a chance at having an attitude that can often cause harm to those that are struggling with their mental health. People that are stigmatized or bullied or even mislabeled because of a lack of literacy can feel things such as shame and anger. There's even a chance of self-loathing. And some experts say that due to the stigmatization that comes with mental health, some individuals develop what's known as self-stigma. And that's when they blame themselves for their psychiatric health issues because no one understands what they're going through. Even the individuals going through it sometimes don't have the words to be able to say what they're feeling and what they are experiencing. Earlier in the episode, I talked about four areas of being, and we're going to talk about how the mental health plays together with the physical health, the emotional health, and the spiritual health. Now, our mental health and our physical health often can cause each other to have negative 
side effects. They do go hand in hand. When one is having issues maintaining mental health, it can cause physical health issues. The Centers for Disease Control had an example that they said through studies, they have determined that individuals with depression have an increased risk of developing certain physical conditions such as diabetes, heart disease, and have a higher risk of stroke. Similarly, the presence of chronic illnesses and conditions can increase mental health issues for individuals. So when we are in a mental health crisis, it can be easy for us to hyper-focus on the mental health aspect, and by doing so, we don't maintain healthy physical choices. When we don't feed our physical health, we actually fuel the mental health crisis that we're having. So in order to maintain a healthy mental health, we need to make sure we are taking care of our physical health. We can't ignore the physical aspect of our being. From a spiritual viewpoint, the mental health can have an impact with our spiritual health. Now, I want to be very clear. When I say spiritual health, I am not necessarily saying that you have to have a religious aspect. When I say spirituality, I am talking about that which gives you meaning and purpose. For me as a Christ follower, my spirituality, my meaning and purpose does go hand in hand with my faith and my religious beliefs. I have worked with individuals where their spirituality comes from nature, where their meaning and purpose comes from areas that have nothing to do with religion, and that's okay. I just want you to understand when I say spirituality, I'm talking about that which gives you meaning and purpose. When your mental health is not balanced, it's going to impact your spirituality. It becomes difficult to feel connected to that which gives you meaning and purpose when your mental health begins to spiral. Mental health issues can signify a void in your spiritual life. It's essential to recognize the difference between a spiritual crisis and a mental crisis. It may be a spiritual crisis if you are feeling a dramatic change in the system that gives you meaning and purpose. Now, if you are feeling a change in your behavior, if you're experiencing thoughts of wanting to harm yourself or others, if you're struggling to function within society, within your community, that's probably a realization that you might be having a mental health crisis or a mental health event where you need to seek counseling, and guidance, so that way you can grow in your healing. Your mental health and your spiritual health can help each other. When you have a good, strong spiritual health, that often will come with a peace of mind, can come with learning tactics to keep a sense of peace and serenity in your life, which will then help your ability to find a balance between your rational thoughts and your irrational thoughts. So your spirituality and having a healthy spiritual life being balanced and focused on that which gives you meaning and purpose will help you along your mental health healing journey. Our mental health and our emotional health are intertwined probably to me in the most impactful way. We've talked about how our mental health affects our ability to process and function when it comes to our cognitive level. Your emotional health centers around the ability to manage and give voice to your feelings. If your mental health is off, it's gonna impact how your emotional health operates. Mental health is going to play into your emotional health. We've talked about how our mental health affects our ability to process and function when it comes to our cognitive levels. Our emotional health 
centers around the ability to manage and to give voice to your feelings. They are so interconnected, more so realistically than even physical and the spiritual health when it comes to a balance with your mental health. Many of us that are listening and interacting with this podcast, and that includes myself, can probably think of a time when your emotions dictated how you were reacting to a circumstance. Your thoughts, where your headspace is, can dictate your feelings. If you are in a negative headspace, if you are dealing with really negative thoughts, pessimistic outlooks, constant negativity, you are more than likely going to deal with long-term sadness. You're going to develop anger or even anxiety, and they will feel like a never-ending cycle. If you are dealing with intense sadness, it can also hurt your mind's ability to reset, refocus, and tell the difference between your irrational thoughts and your rational thoughts. So in order to maintain a healthy mental health status, we have to realize how much our emotions do play into where our headspace is, where our soundness of mind is. As we can see, our mental health is so connected with our physical health, our spiritual health, and our emotional health. And this means for each one of us, we have to balance those four areas of being and focus on how all four areas will have an impact on all four areas. Our mental health has to be cared for. We have to have an emphasis on developing better literacy within our society. We all have the ability to make changes in the world that the world so desperately needs. Gandhi is the one that said, be the change you want to see in the world. Actress Audrey Hepburn once said, there is nothing that's impossible. The word in and of itself says, I'm possible. So you have the possibility within you to strive for better mental health. You have the possibility within you to choose to say, today, I want to start working towards healing. You have the possibility to say, I need to be better with my physical health. Today, you have the possibility to say, I need to make sure that I am centered in that which gives me meaning and purpose. You have the ability to say, today, I get to be different. Today is a great day to have a great day. I want to thank you for joining in our intro episode for Soundness of Mind. Today's episode is about why mental health matters. I'm Allie, your Soundness of Mind sidekick, and I will see you all next time.